Welcome everyone to the Seek Go Create podcast. This is your host, Tim Winders, recording from the passenger seat of Theo here today. This is recording sometime in the middle of winter. Got a great day here in Southern Utah where I'm at. Hope it's a great day where you are at. We're gonna have a fun topic today. This is a solo episode and it's not really a continuation of anything, but it is just some big topics that have kind of come to mind early part of the year that I think will be, I've enjoyed kind of studying them and asking people on our social channels what they think about them. And I think they'll be helpful for a lot of us to discuss. I will say this today, the topic is what is wisdom? And I would hope that people would agree that this is important and something that we could all use more of. We definitely could use more of it in our leadership that we see in politics and business and things like that. And I think all of us personally uh, should be able to seek and gather more wisdom. So anyway, the reason that this topic kind of came up, I'll go ahead and share this was kind of interesting. We are typically anywhere from 30 to 90 days ahead with our scheduling at Seek Go Create with what we're doing prep for, with our interviews, or even the solo episodes. And so uh, my daughter Dulcie is the one that kind of keeps all things operations going and moving. And uh, she kind of came and said, all right, you need to start thinking about the episode that's gonna be your solo episode for the first week of April. And the first thing that popped in my mind for the beginning of April was the holiday that we affectionately call April Fools, which is the first day of April. So some people, you might be listening to this on some of our social channels, either before April, if you're listening on the podcast or YouTube platforms, you might be listening to it in early April or beyond that. But I just wanted to give a little bit of background as to where the topic came from. And and I'll, I'll go ahead and share something that has been a saying of mine for a long time. And I don't know if I've used this saying in a sarcastic way. I don't know if I've used it to kind of help me with this topic. I don't know if, anyway, I just thought it was cute or funny or something like that. But I've often said, I've written some articles on this and I've shared it when I speak and other things and coach that one of the most important things that we need to have ask ourselves and say to ourselves is something to the effect of thou shall not fool thyself. Thou shall not fool thyself. And it sounds biblical. It sounds scriptural. I'm going to, I've got some scriptures here. I'm going to pull in a little while and I'm sure we could find a scripture that is something like that. But, uh, that way of saying it probably is just a way that I would like to say, you know what? I would rather not be fooled. I would rather not be deceived. I would love to be wise and make good decisions and and not allow things that are going on in the world to fool me or trick me or or make me go down a path that I don't need to go down that waste time or causes even harm or damage to myself or others. And so so really kind of the foundation of this episode is thou shall not fool thyself. Thou shall not fool thyself. But but the maybe the better title is what 
is wisdom. And we did ask some people on social channels what they thought wisdom was, and we got some great answers. And I'm going to talk about it a little bit more. And I do have my Bible open here. and We're going to talk scripture and some things like that, because I do think that wisdom, for those of us that are followers of Christ, wisdom is rooted in relationship with the Father and relationship with the Holy Spirit. So we'll talk more about that. But wisdom is the topic for today. And uh, and so th- the reason also, I just kind of want to bring this up, maybe make reference to what we've done with our solo episodes, the beginning of this year, which this is 2022 for for those people who might be listening to this some other time or or later. In, in early part of 2022, I did solo episodes, January, February, and March on what I really have been kind of laying a foundation as really strong principles that we all need to have uh, strength in, knowledge in, now wisdom that we're going to be talking about today in. And those three topics, if you haven't listened to those, this might be a time after you listen in on he, on this to go back and listen in. The first one was uh, love and the importance of love. And one thing I call the act of love. The second one was faith. And the third one was rest or peace. And one of the things I did kind of on a whim was I just kind of put it out there asking the question to some people that were connected to on social media, on my personal page, and also on our, on our Seat Go Create pages. And I just said, what is love? What is faith? What is rest or peace? Got a lot of great answers, and I'm not saying any of them are right or wrong. And so when I started talking about wisdom for this episode, I just thought I'd do the same thing. And I might even continue that because I love gathering info from other people because I think that's part of being curious and part of of gaining wisdom is gathering things from other people and also being able to delineate, uh, discern, some people might use the word, what has value for me at this time, what doesn't, and what might be deceptive, what might be truth, and things like that. So we will have that in just a moment. But uh, I do want to talk about, so so I do want to say, if you haven't listened to those episodes that released in uh, the first week of January, first week of February, first week of March on love, faith, and peace uh, that were in that order, please go back and do that. Listen to those and share those and and give comments about those because I really really put a lot into that and also put a lot into the definitions that uh, I came up with there. And also for those that have listened, you know that that was the foundation to a novel that uh, that I've recently uh, finished. And ooh, I don't have a copy of it here, but uh, I've recently gotten the, um, the not for sale copy. And boy, it felt so good to get that and put it in your hands and actually see the tangible book that's been finished. So uh, anyway, make sure you go check those episodes out and check out the book when it comes out. Also, we'll be keeping people updated. I do want to say here before I get to uh, a few things where uh, people are going to share their definitions, I I think sometimes we kind of bring in things with wisdom that maybe... um, we may put people on a pedestal related to wisdom. And and let me give you some examples. I don't believe that wisdom is a direct correlation to how many degrees you have, Uh, you know, education, training, things like that. I think it can be related, but I also don't think that that is the total 
uh, wisdom that someone has. I don't think it's just gathering information. Like many of you, I probably read a lot and listen to a lot and just having a lot of stuff in our brains and our heads doesn't necessarily mean that we, we are wise or we have wisdom. In fact, I just had some names pop to my head, some political leaders and others that they probably know things, but I don't know that many of us would consider them very wise. Now, some, some it may be that we don't know all about them. We don't interact with them all the time, so we have to be careful judging, but just what they do, what they say, and some of their actions make it not very impressive. Uh, that kind of relates to this other one. I don't believe a title says how much wisdom someone has. And I think it's in very, this is very important for business owners, leaders in a business. If you've got a, a three-letter title in a business, C-level or something like that, then to me, that puts a burden on you to get more wisdom. It doesn't mean you have a certain level. It means you should be diligent to get more wisdom. We'll be talking about that a little bit later. So just because you have a title, just because one has a title, I don't believe we automatically assign them a certain level of wisdom. I'll go ahead and say this. This could be tough early here, but just because someone has leadership position within a church setting, small c church setting, as a pastor or something like that, I think we still need to ask questions and make sure that they're wise and and uh, that we aren't just automatically taking everything they say as, oh, they're wise, we need to believe what they say. And that could be controversial for some folks, but I believe that's the case. I've seen more cases where people have possibly abused situations, abused leadership roles that maybe led me to believe that they did not have the amount of wisdom that they needed to have for those positions. So, and then the final thing is, is just leadership role in general. Just because someone is in a leadership role does not automatically assign them or gift them or allow them to say that they've got X amount of wisdom. I actually think, like I said earlier, that that means they have to be more diligent to gain wisdom, to get wisdom. So those are just a few kind of things I wanted to say that I think wisdom is not. We are in a world that there is massive amounts of deception. There's massive amounts of uh, people that are out there uh, stating things as if they were truth that are not, and some of them might be doing it uh, naively. They might think it's truth, myself included. Uh, and then there are many of us that, uh, that we might just be quietly gathering information. And uh, that's a good thing to do. But with all that's happening with social media and all the channels and news and things like that out there, there is just so much swirling around. I'm kind of doing hands around my head for those people that might be able to visually see this. But for those that are just listening in, there is so much junk out there that we have to weed through and gain wisdom. I think it's ironic that one of the things I did to get the answer to this question was I went to social media and I asked the question, what is wisdom? So, uh, so the irony is not lost here uh, with, uh, with me that I went to social media to find out what other people thought about uh, wisdom. So I'm going to jump over real quick. I've got a lot of responses here that came in. I'm going to get to as many of them as I can. 
And uh, some of these I've got on my phone. So let me pull this up. Let's see. I think these were some that came in from uh, from Instagram. And one of the first ones here, and I don't even know the name here, Menard underscore Blue Seal. I don't know who that is. So thank you for chiming in. Fear of the Lord. That was the simple answer to what is wisdom. And I think we're going to see a theme with that. I actually am connected to a lot of people that probably have similar spiritual beliefs and backgrounds that uh, I have. So we'll probably hear that quite a bit. Uh, Sherry Levine says discernment. That's a word that'll come up. And then my wife chimed in. True wisdom is God given. He, capital He, is truth. Those were a few from Instagram. And let me jump over. We had most of them come in from Facebook. So uh, I'm just going to run through these real quickly. John Ferry, longtime buddy uh, from way back when, way back in Conyers, Georgia, said sharing knowledge. That's really interesting because at times I might disagree with that. But later, I'm going to talk about the power of wisdom and other people. And so I love what you said there, John, and sharing knowledge. Thank you for that. Uh, my friend Moni, Monica Hardy, uh, down in Arkansas, she's got a podcast herself. Wisdom is the application of what is right and good, the way of the humble. I'm glad you brought that word humble in there. And nothing can compare to it, not even rubies. That sounds like a proverb that she quoted there, maybe in her own language. So thank you for that, Moni. Jerry Dugan, another fellow podcasting buddy, learning from the mistakes and experiences of others. Jerry, that is so powerful that you bring that up. I think my wife and I were talking the other day. No, yeah, I think I was talking to my wife about this. And we were talking about some of the things we have learned over the course of our life. And some of the most difficult lessons have been during the toughest times. And we we asked ourselves, could we have learned that any other way? Could we have gained wisdom from that experience without actually going through it? Unfortunately, I think some things we just have to go through it. But Jerry, I love what you say here. And this is one of the reasons why I believe we share our stories and our testimonies. For those that haven't listened to season one of Seek, Go, Create, go back and listen to it. That's when I started off this podcast with homeless and bankrupt. We were basically homeless and bankrupt in 2013. And that is the beginning of the first season where I talk about all that we learned from that. And hopefully someone can gain some wisdom and not go through what we went through. So Jerry, I appreciate you bringing that up, learning from the mistakes and experiences of others. I love Mary Soulsby here. She just put simply this one word, listening. I think the ability to listen is something that may, it may be becoming a dying breed. I hope not, but uh, it just seems that many of us, myself included, we do not listen enough to other people. And uh, let's see, Mike Garrett, uh, thanks for chiming in, Mike, old buddy, uh, once again from Conyers, Georgia. Guidance received through prayer. Great wisdom there, Mike. Thanks for uh, for giving that answer. Tommy Manfredi, an old uh, friend that I go back and forth with quite a bit on Facebook. He just said one word here, supreme. So when I said wisdom is, he answered supreme. And I'm pretty sure he meant the word supreme, not the musical group from the 60s, the Motown group, but supreme. Thank you for that, Tommy. And then um, 
Melanie Oaks Moser, uh, a friend of my wife's that uh, we've known for some time, she put a formula in here, and the kind of, this was kind of funny to me because we had recently kind of bantered a little bit about, uh, she's a big University of Georgia fan. I went to Georgia Tech, so I am not a University of Georgia fan. But she actually put an equation in, and so I kind of chuckled at it because typically Georgia Tech folks are more math and equation, and she put equation in here, and then I actually had to ask some questions to clarify it. But she said the word, the word of God, plus faith, times discernment. So she gave a formula here. So, and then what I did, like a good Georgia Tech person would, I said, I like that, but I have a technical question. <laughs> Sorry to get math involved. Is it word plus faith times discernment or the word plus faith times discernment? You know, it kind of depends on where you put the parentheses. A little bit of cheesy math humor there, but it actually does make a difference there. And then Melanie responded. She goes, I actually consider this question when I arrange the words. I feel wisdom comes from the word and you have to have faith that the word is alive. And then discernment is the byproduct of wisdom. So I think, and she did the word plus faith in parentheses times discernment. So thanks for clarifying that. And she said, I only, I only gave about five seconds thought to it. So <laughs> thanks, Melanie, for clarifying and allow me to banter back and forth. And she says she loves equations. Yancey Waldo, another longtime buddy, the fear of God. And we see that a lot in scriptures. I think sometimes some of us may not totally grasp what that word fear means because of the way we use it today. But uh, anyway, the fear of God. Thanks for that. Let's see here. Uh, Shelly Williams say, Shelly, uh, thanks for chiming in. She just says, wisdom is a gift. Thank you for that, Shelly. Longtime friend, friends of our families. And uh, let's see, Diane Singleton Russell. She said, she's got a little bit long here, but I want to read this because I think this is really good. Uh, the answer to what is wisdom, Diane says, I think it comes partly from the soul and partly from the spirit. It's very interesting that you bring that up, Diane, because in my notes later, I actually put spirit, soul, and body as it relates to wisdom. So I may get to that later. The soul part, this is Diane again, the soul part is the accumulation of life experiences, emotions and connections that allow for the brain to process the world and what to do in its situations based on what, what, which will yield the best and most desired outcome. Maybe a, a typo word there. I think the spirit part comes from a connection with the Holy Spirit that connects us to knowledge. We did not get ourselves, but God knows what we need in order to navigate life successfully so that he provides discernment and guidance beyond what we know. Great answer, Diane. I think I stumbled a little bit over the words. I hope it was clear the way I shared it. But uh, thanks for sharing that, Diane. That was excellent. And I think that might be some things that I will piggyback on later. William Wells said, applying knowledge to achieve desirable results. Thanks for that, William. Joan Wilson uh, one of our first listeners, I'm so thankful for Joan. She's one of the first people when we popped this podcast, hit it out to the world that, uh, joined in and said, Hey, I'm listening in, Tim. Thanks for sharing all that you're doing. Joan says discernment of fact or fiction of fact or fiction. That's really good. Clay Staples, the fear of God is the beginning of Wisdom. Thanks for that, Clay. Carter Rogers. Man, I've got a lot of longtime friends here. Carter Rogers, 
a long time from way back in kindergarten for me, learning from life's experiences and not repeating mistakes. Thank you for that, Carter. Kevin Brownlee, this is real interesting with Kevin. He says, wisdom is knowing what to do with your knowledge or not to do with it. And it's really cool, you know, with the way things are today, you know, we share things on social media, you know, we've got our podcast, YouTube channel. Sometimes we never get to interact with people face to face. Well, Kevin is actually currently in, he's another podcaster, has written books, and, and he's a minister and business guy. He is actually currently in the, uh, the RV resort that we are in down here in Southern Utah. And after I posted this, Kevin actually made some comments and then Kevin, he was actually walking around and actually went up to him and we had a conversation about this uh, one topic face to face, which was so cool. I love doing that. In fact, I wish that there's a way we can get this podcast platform more face to face, but I love doing that. Kevin and I had a long conversation about wisdom, where it comes from, what it is. We jumped from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Great conversation. So uh, always enjoy conversing with Kevin. Uh, Rebecca Hamilton uh, basically said one word wisdom is Jesus. And then she actually added another comment. Christ has been made wisdom unto us. I believe she's quoting a scripture there. So, uh, and then Mark Salazen chimed in and said, wisdom is knowing how to tell the difference. So uh, good job there, Mark. Michael Washak uh, said, uh, wisdom is patience. Wisdom is patience is what he said. So thanks for that, Michael. Ken Cavanaugh, I see all these folks that I actually know from way back. I guess this is my, probably coming from my personal Facebook page. Uh, Ken Cavanaugh says, it is the fear of the Lord. And uh, I think we talked about that earlier. We've already had that response once. Adam Phillips, a buddy from Bible school, in short supply these days. So a little bit of a comment there. Let me see if that's all of those there. I believe that it is. And so those are some of the comments. I want to thank everyone who who chimed in there and added. And, and again, if you're listening in, I would love to hear your responses because I love the interaction and hearing what other people say about some of these topics and some of these questions to me. One of the foundations of wisdom is to be able to gather information from others because, uh, I'll talk about this later, the minute my personality starts thinking that I know things and I'm really smart and, and that I know it possibly more than others, that's a dangerous place for me. I'm hopeful that you don't have that type personality, but I know that some people do. So the most important thing for us to do is that spirit of humility. And, uh, and boy, it's so easy in the world we're in today to kind of get puffed up and think we know things and think we're smart and think we've gathered information. And uh, I think one of the things that we need to be wise about is to admit maybe we don't. I do want to kind of talk about the spiritual aspect of wisdom as uh, as we go through here as 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 a lot of people brought up in the responses and uh, and I just want to kind of simply say here this is from my reading, my studies, my spiritual stance that wisdom comes from the Holy Spirit and it comes from the Holy Spirit. We've got a relationship with the Holy Spirit because of, the relationship we have with our creator and our father. And, and to me, 
there is something extremely uh, comforting about knowing that we have a connection to our creator. And I want to give a practical example of this because some people might get all woo spiritual and all it's like, oh, your creator and all that. What does that mean? Let me give you a practical example. Then I'll talk about it a little bit more. I'm sitting here in the passenger seat of our RV and we have a 2006 Gulfstream uh, Sun Voyager 39 foot class A motorhome. And it's really cool. There's a lot of cool things about it. But listen, here's something that's not cool about the RV. That is that Gulfstream stopped making Class A motorhomes. I think it was shortly after the 2008 downturn. I don't know exactly when, but I haven't seen many 2008, 9s, or 10s, so probably around that time. So I'm sitting in an RV that has a lot of things that go on. We have a lot of maintenance and some repairs that have to be done. Not a lot, but from time to time we do. And it is very challenging when the creator of this RV no longer builds. Uh, they do some support, but uh, not as much for these Class A motorhomes. And let me give you a quick story to kind of highlight that point. We actually have a bed. We have a king-size bed, great bed. We love the bed here in the RV, way in the back, that actually is hinged. And what I mean by that is, is like the top, say, third of it, hinges so during the day it can kind of sit up and give us more room to walk around in the bedroom when it goes down at night and flattens out it is king size bed in the whole uh, what we would call the bedroom space if you've never been in an rv you may not know what i'm talking about but just bear with me here well the problem is is there is a mechanism that causes that to go up and down so that the bed can go up during the day and then we can let it down at night well it's some gears, it's some mechanical stuff, and it went bad, and it got to where the bed was not going up and down. Um, not only does that make it difficult for uh, us to move around during the day, but we have these slides that go in and out with the RV, and the slide back there will not go in if the bed is fully down. So we need that to work. There's a couple of long gears. There was a motor mechanism and some other things that were, uh, that were not working properly. Well, I took it apart and looked at it. And, you know, I don't have a lot of wisdom in that area. I don't have a lot of experience in working on those type of mechanical things. And I would venture to say not a lot of people do. I even had an RV repairman that was doing something. He looked at it and he goes, I don't know much about that. So I needed some wisdom. I needed some help. Otherwise, it was going to be a very difficult and challenging process for me. So, so what I did was is I did reach out to Gulfstream, the manufacturer, the creator of this RV. And I said, listen, I need some help. Can you give me any information on these beds that were hinged? Well, they were only done about one year, like 2006. So they didn't have a lot of them out there. And uh, they said, the only thing that we can tell you is there's a company called Schrock Enterprises that did the, uh, the parts for that piece, for that, uh, for that bed. I said, okay, I have a clue, Schrock Enterprises. So, so anyway, so I, I needed to connect with the creator or the builder of that mechanism. And so here's the cool part. I did not think, I mean, this was somewhere in Indiana, which is kind of Mecca for all these RVs. They build and construct a large percentage of them there. So I reached out to Schrock Enterprises, uh, sent an email, didn't get a response. They had a phone number. So I called them and here's what happened. 
I get a lady and I say, listen, I've got a, a bed that goes up and down and it's not working. And I'm y'all, I think, did the parts or the mechanism. And I'm hopeful to talk to somebody that knows something about it. And so she actually said, oh, you need to talk to, I can't remember the guy's name, but let's say it's uh, Andy. She goes, you need to talk to Andy. I go, okay, this sounds really good here. So she connects me to Andy and I, I say, hey, Andy, listen, this is Tim Winters. I've got a 2006 Gulfstream Sun Voyager. I've got a bed. And he stopped me. He says, I know exactly what your problem is. He goes, and I, and I know exactly what you need. And I was just like going, you know, like the clouds parted and I'm going, ah, I've gotten some wisdom for this situation. And so here's the bottom line. This guy had been working at Schrock Enterprises for like 20 something years. He was the guy in the maintenance support, whatever department. And so when people called in and needed things, he was the guy that had the wisdom and knew what was going on. So bottom line, something that I thought was going to be a real problem was $161 in parts. He sent it out to me, kind of coached me on how to do it. I was able to get it repaired and it is working great. So here, here's the example for that, though. Had I not been able to connect with the creator, first of all, with Gulfstream that connected me with Schrock, it would have been extremely difficult for me to repair that, to do what I needed to do, to do it low cost. It would have been very difficult. Now, I know a lot of people have some different spiritual beliefs, but it is my belief, core belief, that we, you, me, we are created. And so when we really talk about wisdom, and we heard it from a lot of the comments on Facebook, to me, one of the most important things for us to be able to do is to connect with our creator. That is why I think Diane mentioned earlier about soul and spirit. I actually think that spirit, soul, and body, we've got to connect so that we have wisdom and know how should we be treating our bodies? What are the health items that we need? We need wisdom on that. We need, you know, we, we don't necessarily need the manual. We need the creator to be leading us and guiding us with wisdom. You know, what about our soul? You know, what are, we need a healthy soul, one that's not damaged by the world, relationships, experiences. And then we also need to connect spirit and that spirit is vital because to me, that is how wisdom flows to us. And my thought is it comes via the Holy Spirit. So just like my situation with repairing my, my king-size bed, I believe that ultimate wisdom for us comes by connecting with our Creator. Now, this is a little bit of the story of the Bible, but we were I believe we were created, and then there was a falling, uh, obviously in the garden, and for the next few thousand years, uh, man spent time trying to reconnect uh, with the Creator. That's what Jesus Christ did at the cross, and one of the things that Jesus said as he departed and rose to be seated by the Father, Jesus Christ said, I will send a helper for you. And that helper was the Holy Spirit. And so to me, wisdom comes from interaction, connection with the Holy Spirit. And I want to read a few scriptures here that come from the beginning of the book that to me is all about wisdom, and that is Proverbs. There's, there's wisdom all throughout scripture. I've kind of picked up my Bible here. But uh, in uh, chapter two of Proverbs, it talks about the value of wisdom. I'll let you go read that. But 
in uh, chapter 3, verse 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He shall direct your paths. And then in verse 7, do not be wise in your own eyes. That's one thing that I need to hear often because at times I could kind of think I'm pretty smart and I need to be reminded that I'm not necessarily as smart as I think I need wisdom. Uh, in uh, Proverbs 4, 7, wisdom is the principal theme. That is one of the things I think Tommy said earlier in the comments. Wisdom is supreme. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. There is a lot of other things on wisdom, but uh, anyway, you could just kind of hang out in Proverbs and get that. But, uh, but to me, my definition of wisdom is connection with my creator, my maker, and I do that via the Holy Spirit. So, uh, so that's kind of a big picture on wisdom. One of the things I want to do is we kind of wrapped up here. I wanted to get for me, one of the things I've been observing lately is there are times that I feel more connected and then times I feel less connected. And I use that word connection very intentionally here. And, and I really look around as I coach and work with leaders and I see people, I see people that kind of get in a mode of, of hurry and scurry and a lot going on. And to me, it is very difficult to be connected and gain a lot of wisdom when that's going on. So just a few practical things that I've observed as we kind of start finishing up here. And, uh, and, and they're just things that I believe that help us live more wise and not fool ourselves. And that is very practical here. I think we need to get plenty of rest. I think we need to get sleep. And uh, some folks that have known me for a number of years might chuckle when I say that because I used to be the guy, I've said this before, that was pretty proud of the fact that I got very little sleep. Well, now, man, I'm kind of Mr. Eight plus hours a day. And you know what? I'm prone to get a nap every once in a while if I can. So plenty of rest. I think making decisions, quality decisions, quality decisions, discerning what is true, what is deception, I think it's challenging, not impossible, it's challenging to do when we're fatigued, when our body's tired, when we're not feeling well. So I think we need rest, rest and sleep. I also think that helps us get lower stress. I think when we have a lot of stress, it's very difficult to think clearly. It's very difficult to be connected. It's very difficult to hear that voice or to hear that still voice of the Holy Spirit and to get wisdom from our creator. And with that, I think there's study and there's seeking to use the terminology of seek, go, create. I think we need to seek and have study time. And it's difficult to do that when there's a lot of noise, a lot of stress, and when we're fatigued. So we need quiet time. And uh, then kind of three final things that I kind of just listed out right before I hit record that I believe are important. And that is this. First of all, and I think Moni mentioned it earlier in a comment, I think there's a certain degree of humility that we all need to have. And, and I think it's something to the effect of let's admit that we don't know everything. <laughs> and, and again, there's some people that are listening into this and you have no problem with that. You're, you admit that you don't know a lot and you're just, you know, you want to gather info 
great. That's awesome. There's other people that might be leaning more towards personalities like my, my mine and others that we need to be reminded, thou shalt not fool thyself. They need to have humility. And so I think admitting we don't know everything, admitting that we have a creator, admitting that there's a bigger picture than us, that's important to, uh, to be able to have wisdom. Another one that I listed out here is kind of important in the world that we're in today. And that is gather info, but be cautious of operating in a vacuum. You know, there's a lot of algorithms that are going on and a lot of these socials that just feed us things we want to hear, which leads to a term that I sometimes forget this phrase, but it's confirmation bias. And that is something that if you think a certain way, vote a certain way, believe a certain thing, all of a sudden you start seeing that over and over and over again, especially if you click it or look at articles or things like that. And I just want to say that, and I'm telling myself this just like anyone else, that is very dangerous in the world we're in today because they're taking advantage of the way our minds work and the fact that we really love uh, confirming our beliefs and things that we really think. Now, I'm not talking about foundational truths here, like your spiritual beliefs, but I'm talking about things like pol political things. I'm talking about things like health issues. You know, we're coming out of hopefully a, uh, a worldwide pandemic, and there was so much information around that, you know, that was uh, deceptive and, and, and uh, untrue and different things like that. So just be cautious about operating in a vacuum, confirmation bias, and algorithms, okay? And then the last thing that I wanted to mention, and this is kind of a little bit of a quote from one of the few television shows I've watched over the last few years, and that is Ted Lasso. There's kind of a cool scene there where he's playing darts and he talks about being curious. And I believe one of the roots of wisdom is to just be curious. Now, some people spiritually might say, well, we don't need to question things in the Bible and scriptures and things like that. You know what? I would have a tendency to disagree with you. I think we need to ask questions. Now, I don't think we're asking questions to, uh, to kind of throw out things or discredit. I think we're asking questions so that we can understand them better. And I've done that with all types of things, with my Creator, with the Holy Spirit, with quiet time. And I believe, I'm hopeful that it's helped me gain more wisdom. So kind of a last little tidbit here is be curious, ask questions, talk to other people. You know, one of the things that's been valuable for Glory and I over the last, now it's going on eight years, but since 2013, we have been full-time travelers. We lived in Australia, New Zealand for a while. We've been to Europe. We've been to other parts of the world. We've been all over the United States. And I'll tell you this, that it really helps gain wisdom and understand people better when you get out and interact with them, talk to them, find out their backgrounds, their issues, things they've gone through. It just really helps us be less, I'll use the word narrow. And you know, I think we would all agree we need people to be less narrow, dogmatic in the world that we're in today. And that kind of brings me to, I think maybe one of the, the points I wanted to really hammer home with this message of wisdom is that there's not any one person that has access, or not access, but has the capacity to hold all the wisdom that exists. 
that comes from our Creator. And so there are people out there that have wisdom that's very specific, like uh, Carter Rogers that w- that posted earlier that I gave his comment. He is a medical doctor. He's a surgeon. He has definitely some specific wisdom that you would not want to come to me about anything related to surgery. Because if I gave you answers, they would not be based on that experience, wisdom, knowledge that he has gained. But we are created to interact with others because there's wisdom that other people have that we need. And if you are in a leadership position, if you're in a role of running a business, a company, a ministry, if you're in political uh, leadership, Use the wisdom of other people. Be so humble and have humility that you ask questions. Don't operate in a vacuum. Be curious and ask people, what do you think? I think Mary Soulsby earlier said we need to listen. Listen to other people. Listen to what people have to say. And I, sometimes I'm very critical of things going on in the world. And sometimes I might be overly optimistic. But it is my belief that if we really have that humility, connect with the Holy Spirit, uh, you know, our creator, so that we know what the creator has in store for us and we've we've got that wisdom and knowledge, then interact with other people that are doing similar. I believe optimistically that the world around us will be a better place. I believe that we can help each other more. I believe that we can give to other people. I believe that we can show love and compassion and understanding for other people. And I'm just really hopeful that we can do that. I'm attempting to do that. And I just encourage people to do that also. And so wisdom is connecting with our creator from my standpoint And then also connecting with others to share that wisdom, to listen to them, do it with humility and be curious. So thank you so much for listening in to this episode. I've enjoyed sharing it. There's so many things. I mean, I love having like bullet points and all that. This was a little bit more of a free form, free flow, but I would love to hear your thoughts on this. So go to our social, Seek Go Create, go to the website, seekgocreate.com and comment and share what you believe wisdom is. How are we doing as a culture? Well, not so well. And, uh, and how are we doing here at Seek Go Create? Let us know. We would love to hear your feedback. Thanks for listening in. I appreciate you allowing me to share my theories on how thou shall not fool thyself. So thanks for joining in. Until next time, continue being all that you are created to be.